It's time to know your soul. Are you seeking the you within? Has people pleasing stressed you out? It's time to find your light so you can share your entrepreneurial gifts with the world. Well, Red Rover on over. But the only thing you're breaking through is yourself. This is Soul Amplified. Are you ready? Hello, and welcome to the Soul Amplified podcast. I am Vanessa Grace, your host. Welcome, everybody. So one of the things that comes up a lot with codependency is not knowing how to speak up, not knowing how to tell someone that what they're doing bothers you, um, not knowing just like kind of how to do communication where you're authentic with what you're trying to say, where you're vulnerable with what's really going on with you. And it doesn't have to mean that you're going like super deep into the deepest things ever, but it can feel vulnerable just to take one step closer to the truth, even in simple ways. And so that's why today I want to go over um, kind of one of the methods for communication that is touted and talked about and people hear about it even if they're not in therapy or not in the personal development world. And that is iMessages. And I want to talk about iMessages because they are often misused and misunderstood. So an iMessage is basically, I feel blank when you blank. And that's the most basic version of it. Um, And oftentimes people don't know that the I feel blank portion is supposed to be an emotion word. Not just any old feeling that they're having, but an actual emotion. So you could end up saying, I feel attacked, or I feel like you're a dickhead, or I feel like, you know, insert any insult here, or I feel like you don't care about me. Um... But the I message is actually supposed to start out with, I feel an emotion when you, and then the other person's behavior gets inserted in there. But what often happens is, um, I feel, you know, whatever the person is feeling, often not an emotion word, even though it's supposed to be, when you, and then they throw in, Um, a term or kind of an assessment of the other person's behavior. And normally this is said in anger. And so it's a negative assessment of the other person's behavior when you're acting like a jerk or when you're not being loving. Um, And so that's an assessment, not, or a judgment even, not an actual factual observation, which is what that part is supposed to be. So it's supposed to be, I feel blank, an emotion, when you blank, factual observation. So there's actually more to the message, but I'm going to go into that later on in the podcast. So hopefully you're all writing down what I'm saying. I feel an emotion, you know, insert your emotion there, when you factual observation, insert your factual observation there. There's lots of places to find lists of emotions. And what's really popular right now is the emotion wheel because um, kind of the basic emotions are in the middle of the wheel. And then as you go farther out, 
you can see the distilled versions of the emotions and how they can become more specific and more refined, and it can help you figure out what you're feeling. But any simple Google search of the emotions wheel or emotions list will help you land upon a list of emotions. Now, I'm pointing that out because um, a lot of people don't realize actually what an emotion is because they'll often insert I feel and then a feeling. So now I'm going to say something that some people, their minds will be blown. Um, not all feelings are emotions, but all emotions are feelings. So feelings kind of have these different categories. Feelings can be an emotion. Feelings can be a physical sensation that happens in your body. Like I feel hungry. I feel tired. Um, I feel like my arm hurts. I feel um, exhausted. I feel wiped out. Um, it can a feeling can be an assessment of the situation. I feel like you don't care. I feel like the world is taking over. I feel like my body is itching everywhere. And so a lot of those things that I just said aren't emotions. And that's why you really want to hone in that just because you feel something doesn't mean it is actually an emotion. And so part of honing a good eye message is to actually pay attention to what you feel about the situation that you're trying to talk about. And that can be the hardest thing. So when you're preparing to tell someone an I message, you may not be able to do that off the top of your head because you may have to go within and discover what you're actually feeling about the situation. And that might require journaling. It might require looking up that emotion chart. It might require talking to your friend or your therapist or whoever your people are that help you be calm and process and be a better human, right? Okay, so I feel an emotion when you factual observation, okay? And so oftentimes what happens, like I said, is that people judge um, the circumstances and interpret the other person's motivations rather than saying what the other person did or acted like with without any judgment labeled like layer sorry layered on top of that and so it could be well they acted like a jerk or you know any insult that you can come up with or you acted unkind or you acted like a meanie head and there could be all these descriptions um but it doesn't really say what the person did and so you have to actually get down to well what was the person's actual behavior you know, maybe they didn't take out the trash. Maybe they yelled. Maybe they um, gave side eyes while you were talking about something that was important to you and it made you feel like they weren't paying attention. And so you actually um, felt that the side eyes or, you know, them looking to the side or maybe rolling their eyes was a disrespectful facial expression. And so then the factual observation would be you rolled your eyes or gave side eyes and it appeared that you were not paying attention or not respecting how I was feeling. Um, and so 
you may have to vent to somebody for a while um, who keeps bringing you back to the question, but what did they actually do for you to be able to break down what their actual behavior was and why it had so much meaning for you. And so that is, again, you know, a journal entry, a conversation with your BFF, your therapist, your coach, whoever your person is that you go to to process these things. And um, so now you've hopefully figured out what the other person actually did and you figured out your emotion that you felt about it. So I'm going to pause here for a moment because now we figured out the first half of the message. I felt disrespected when you did side eyes um, when I was talking about my situation, right? When in the world do you actually use iMessages, right? So iMessages are used when another person's behavior felt like they didn't care about you or they had a it created some sort of problem for you. Now, it's not that everyone has to bow down and do everything that you wanted, but they should know if what they're doing is a problem for you so that you can work it out and correct the behavior. So the I message is an attempt to explain feelings and the situation so that you can extend an olive branch and create healing. The I message is not supposed to be used as a weapon for either one of you to quote unquote win the situation. Um, not even to win it in terms of like, haha, I used an iMessage and therefore I am a better person than you. That's pretty trite, right? Um, but stuff like that happens. So you're using the iMessage to convey information so that you guys can work it out, okay? That's when you want to use an iMessage. Um, so let's go to the second half of the iMessage, which is something that I don't even think that I knew about um, the first time I heard about iMessages. I probably learned it about five years ago, but that's a wild guess. So the new version of the iMessage that I learned in a peacekeeping or a peacemaking um, workshop is this whole thing I'm going to say to you. I feel blank an emotion when you blank factual observation, because I blank, because I blank is an unfulfilled need, desire, hope, value, or expectation. And then you say, I would like us to talk about this. And so you say, I feel an emotion when you do this factual observation behavior because I have this unfilled need, desire, hope, value, or expectation. I would like us to talk about this. And then when you share the because I unfulfilled need, it fills in and tells the other person what you needed that their behavior from, their fac from the factual observation that you're describing to them um, didn't fill for you and then what you felt about that thing not being filled up. So this requires you to pay attention to what are my needs? What are my desires? What are my hopes? What are my values? And what are my expectations? 
Um, and this is where the iMessage can really help with boundaries because you just trying to sort out and what an iMessage would look like in a circumstance forces you to figure out what those hopes, desires, values, expectations, and needs are. And it forces you to go inward and really explore. So what they did caused an emotional reaction within me, but apparently they violated a value or I had a hope that we would be a certain way in our relationship, be that romantic or platonic friendship or, you know, a work relationship or whatever it is, and it's not happening. So what is my expectation of this relationship? And is that, and then part of you has to question, is that expectation even realistic or in reality? Um, and sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't, you know? But you have to be able to fill in the blank of what did I need? What did I not get? in this moment that I usually want to be getting in my relationship with you. Um, oftentimes women want to feel loved and they want to be filled up with love. And men want to be respected. And for men, being respected is often very, very similar to being loved. And so being respected feels like love to them. But women, for them, feeling loved and being filled with the love is actually more like being cherished and being seen as very important. And so when a woman's um, needs aren't being cherished or when her hopes and desires aren't being cherished and held as important, it can feel very wounding emotionally. And so that's when a woman can kind of break down or feel like lashing out because um, that inner need of love in that moment may have not been fulfilled. Now, overall, it could be a loving relationship, but there could be that jab in that moment and it could be a mistake. And so that's when doing an iMessage could bring the two people together to help them bridge that gap. But other times, the other party in the relationship um, is distant and is not being loving and behaving in loving ways. And so it, it can be a question if the other person is going to receive the iMessage and want to be in communication with you about it. So an example of an iMessage where you hear the whole thing and it includes the unfilled need, desire, hope, value, or expectation is I feel betrayed when you get drunk, stumble, slur your words, and then miss work the next day because I cannot rely on you to take care of life's priorities. I would like us to talk about this. And I use this example because a lot of my listeners have people in their lives who are substance users and it causes problems in their lives. And so I wanted to have an example that you could relate to like on a deep level. And I know not all my listeners have that, but I think it's important to touch on this because alcoholism and codependency are so related. It's such a struggle to love someone with an addiction. So the unfilled need, desire, hope, value, or expectation in this iMessage 
was um, feeling like the partner can take care of life's priorities. And so I'll read it again because I wrote it out beforehand. I feel betrayed when you get drunk, stumble, slur your words, and then miss work the next day because, and here's the unfilled part, I cannot rely on you to take care of life's priorities, which feels like I need to be able to trust you to do the your part of our relationship. And that can feel really deep when you're able to clarify. It's not just that you drank and stumbled and slew your words and misworked the next day. It's part of this bigger picture where I don't believe that you can fulfill your part of like almost our unspoken contract that you're going to do your part in the relationship. Now, depending on your marriage vows, if you're married, maybe stuff like that was in there. Um, and maybe it wasn't, depending on what you guys had in your marriage vows. And if you're not married, there hasn't been vows. And I don't think that people get into the nitty gritty of expectations in relationships and like write them out clearly. It's just kind of this unspoken stuff that happens. And so when you start bringing up um, this second half of the I message that includes the unfilled need, desire, hope, value, or expectation, it can begin to bring those conversations forward so that you can talk about what is this relationship about? What are our priorities? What are the things that we expect from each other? And it can really bring it to the surface. And if the other person isn't willing to talk about it, it at least gives you the opportunity to discover for yourself what you're needing so that you could make true and real decisions. So what can happen with an iMessage that truly has an emotion and truly has a factual observation and the unfilled need filled out? And, you know, like I said, all of these portions can take journaling. What can happen is that the other person can see the, um, the depth of it and can really hear it if they're open to that. And the conversations can begin. Conversations can start that are honest because when someone starts with honesty and transparency without um, ulterior motives of being the winner or the bigger person, when you come into it with a heart that really wants to understand, the other person can open up more as well and it can bring people together. Um, so another example that I have is of an I message is I feel sad when you yell at me and call me crazy because I need to experience love and respect in our relationship. I would like us to talk about this. So it's another example of an I message where the person has identified their emotion. They have identified the person's behavior as they saw it. And they have identified the unfilled need, desire, hope, value, or expectation, and then said, I would like us to talk about this. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to talk about that in that exact moment. Maybe the other person needs some time to process. I mean, you had time to process what you were going to say. It's fine if they want to take some time to process, but it shouldn't be an out to avoid the conversation. That's not okay. Um, you do need to be able to come back to it. It just depends on your individual needs with the people in the relationship. 
but sometimes it opens up into the conversation happening right then and there. And everyone in the conversation should have a chance to talk um, and and um, share their feelings and their perspectives. And there may be moments where people need breaks. Um, but do know that if you're in a situation where the other person is not open to communication, that is a message for you that they don't want to hear what you have to say. And that is for you to figure out um, it, am I okay being in either this intimate relationship or this friendship or this work partnership or whatever, where they're not willing to speak to me about this level of stuff? And then that's asking yourself, do I want that level of conversation and depth in this type of relationship? Um, and if they're not willing to meet me there and keep showing me over and over and over again with their behavior that um, they don't want this level of depth or they don't want to look at things deeply because it may bring up how they need to change and they don't want to they don't want to have to look at why they need to change that's information for you and maybe you'll decide that you don't want to be there anymore in that situation or maybe you will set up enough boundaries that you can be in that relationship but not look for depth there and find depth in other places so i hope that going over iMessages has really helped you see the proper way to do them um, because so many people have been doing it wrong. But if you only get the first half of the iMessage down um, and begin using it regularly in your life to manage conflict, the first half being, I feel an emotion when you factual observation, that is still an improvement. And so I believe in starting small and using the steps that feel accessible to you. And so if you can only use the first half of the iMessage right now um, and that feels possible to you, then then do that. And then later on, you can come back to this podcast episode again later when you've got a few rounds of, of the iMessage under your feet and try it again with the second half later. I think that is awesome because incorporating new communication um, skills into our lives is freaky and intimidating. <laughs> And um, we, we don't always know how to do it. We feel like we're being super vulnerable and this is weird. And am I going to fall flat on my face? And are they going to think that I'm, you know, off the deep end? And so all of that stuff can come up when we try a new way. And so, you know, if you want to try only the first half, that's cool. As always, um, I am accepting people who are interested in having a free 30-minute call, uh, the breaking free of people-pleasing 30-minute coaching call. I love having those with people because there's always so many breakthroughs. So you can uh, DM me on Instagram or you can email me, Vanessa, at soulamplified.org. Everybody, you're so wonderful. You're really diving into yourselves if you're listening to this podcast, because very rarely do I keep things on a surface level. I like to go deep. So you are really doing some deep healing work on yourself if you are here with me listening. Um, and I really appreciate that you are you're just going for it. It's so amazing. And I love that you really want to heal yourself. Everybody, go be amazing.
Thanks for tuning in, Soul Sister. Do you want to hear from me more? Sign up for my Transforming Your Codependency text messages straight to your phone every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for inspiration and education. To sign up, text PEACE to 877-338-0875. To spread this message far and wide, screenshot listening to this podcast and share it on social media. Be sure to tag me. I love hearing how you're growing. Get amplified.